Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you? I'm okay. Yep. Mine, Good. My mind has been mostly consumed by E3 this week. Uh, yes. Me and Robert will be back uh, tonight actually to talk about it. Not sure when the podcast will be out, but uh, yes, plenty and plenty of stuff to talk about. So we'll be back for that later. Uh, but this... And and you're on Geek Town Radio next week where we'll also be talking about E3, I imagine. Cool. Nice. Uh, this was for Westworld Season 2, Episode 8, called Kiksuya. I've probably said that wrong, but I'll probably not say it right. So <laughs> Close enough as far yeah. as I could say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this, of this episode? I really like this episode. Uh, I, I think it's one of the... Uh, I'm, I'm very different. It's almost... It is almost a bottle episode. And... and yeah, um, I, and... Yeah, we we talk about yeah well, the Walking Dead podcast. We talk quite a lot about doing bottle episodes. Walking Dead, take note. This is how you do a bottle episode. <laughs> this is how you know it fits in. It fits in with the overarching story. It is a bottle episode, but it pushes the rest of the story forward and gives you more information that's useful. It's not just a complete bottle episode about one character that doesn't like relate to anything else. You know, you get it's. It's a very well put together uh, bit of backstory for a very interesting part of uh, one of the you know, character that we haven't really known much about before. The Ghost Nation, you know, that we don't really know much about that group. They've been very mysterious up until this point, uh, and I've I've been wanting to know more about them from very early on because there was clearly something going on with them, um, and now we've kind of get some idea of what that was so uh yeah i've i've been really enjoying really really enjoyed this episode i thought it was uh it was extremely well put together and uh you know one of the one of the more interesting episodes we've had this season i think uh yeah really good cool uh i mean yeah that's that's uh i know we do a lot of walking dead comparisons sometimes with different things yeah um, but it is quite fun sometimes um and it's a bit to take the piss out of amc because of the way they are but i mean yeah. that that's the comparison between companies like amc and hbo amc does these bottle episodes to save money for an episode where you can focus on a character or two where clearly like sure this was a bottle episode but there was no expense saved i mean you still had no. um it probably cost more, if anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you still had him in the episode. He probably cost quite a bit. 
um, yeah, HBO just, I mean, I haven't seen, like, loads and loads of stuff on HBO, but I can't think of a show where, like, on HBO where you can say that they've definitely done things to save money in certain episodes. I've not really, um, seen that before. Um, no, I mean, the, I, to, to be fair, there is, there, there have been episodes of Game of Thrones where they've had to do things to save money, such as Battle of the Bastards, which, uh, when, when that, that big battle sequence was actually trimmed quite a lot in an effort to, because they just didn't have the budget to do what was actually written on the page. But look at the result that they got out of it. You know, you got this, this incredible, uh, sequence in in that with uh john snow kind of being buried underneath huge amounts of people and then kind of rising up through that that was an amazing episode and even though they did have to make changes relating to the budget they still managed to make it incredibly cinematic and an amazing thing so uh whereas amc just don't seem to manage to do that and, and in actual fact you can't so much blame amc for that that's the walking dead writers um you know or the walking dead production just doesn't seem to have the creative scope that uh, things like Westworld and Game of Thrones do, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, it's a bit of both, where the writers let it, things it down is. a bit, but there's also yeah. the budget, so, yeah. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah, uh, going back to this episode, I I was still entertained and interested, and I think as long as this show continues to do that, which, I mean, I'm a big fan of mystery, and this show gives it every episode so i don't see myself ever getting or ever not being entertained by the show really or at least interested um because a bit of a difference there but um this this episode didn't quite interest me as much as the others um but i still had a very good enough like amount of interest and entertainment to enjoy the episode quite a bit um but that just kind of goes to show like how good the other episodes have been as well um yeah. and how much they've been entertaining me uh so no i wasn't like bored or disliked it or anything it just uh didn't quite entertain me as much as some of the others but i still remain quite entertained and interested um and you're always like trying to figure things out as always and stuff um and that always kind of occupies your sort of brain space when you're watching this because you're trying to work out like who's where and what and what their their motivations are and what they're doing and stuff. Um, so it still worked in that department. Um, but hey, maybe it's a bit of a fact that is this, is this Westworld's first bottle episode? I think it is. Um, maybe it's a bit of a thing of like I'm not used to Westworld doing them, so like I wasn't sure what to get. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. That, that's possible. Um, but no, I thought it was great. So uh, so before we get into the notes and details of this week's episode, I just want to let you know what we're doing entertainment talk. Uh, not too much happening this week. We'll just have Westworld and gaming talk, but it will be quite a big gaming talk, as I alluded to earlier. Uh, E3 happened this week, and we're going to be talking about uh, the pathetic, pathetic showing of EA, uh, the small showing from Square Enix, and then what everybody else did, which was a lot better, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. But yes, plenty, plenty to talk about. Uh, I don't know how long the podcast is going to be, of course. You'll have to wait and see. Uh, but we're going to be recording that later today, and then I'll be releasing it Thursday or Friday, just depending. Um, but no, plenty of, plenty of stuff to talk about there. Uh, but going back to last week a bit more... I did a review of uh, 13 Reasons Why, the second season. That is, uh, it does have spoilers. Um, and I do also mention in that podcast where you can find help if you're dealing with issues that are related to issues in the show. There's not any particular, like, one or two issues. There's quite a few different uh, <laughs> yeah. themes and things in the show. Um, so if you're dealing with any issues that are related to or dealing with the show, um, yeah, please look up, like, Samaritans or Mind or Off the Record um or any of those sorts of things if you're in the uk you can look up the nhs uh helpline thing they've got like a complete guide on there as well um i'm not sure how that works outside of other countries so i uh i'm not sure about that but yeah uh it was a it was a pretty good season so uh, go and check out my review once you've seen the season because otherwise i'll spoil certain things for you um but go and check that out it was a bit of a difficult review to do and you'll know what uh i mean if you go and listen to it yeah, uh, season three is also coming, so I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with that. So, um, yes. but I'm pretty happy because I'm quite invested with the characters now and stuff. So, I sort of want to see more of them. Not sure what that's going to be, but hey, uh, I sort <laughs> of got what I wanted. So, um, and then yeah, next week we'll have um, 
some more Westworld and some more gaming talk. And then I think within the next couple of weeks, Supergirl is concluding its third season. So we'll have a podcast for that. Um, other things to talk about as well. We did some, or I did some recent uh, film reviews for Solo, for Deadpool. Uh, I also did, you know, we did a bunch of Avengers reviews with um, all the different co-hosts here. Uh, apart from Sophie and Chris, we've still yet to do that, but I'm sure that will be done in the future. Um, so yeah, plenty of stuff happening. Entertainmenttalk.org for all of that. Um, Akicha or Aki, uh, how do you want to refer to him? I think it's a. I, I I'm saying Akicha. Okay. I think because he says Aki for short at some point. Y- um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll Akicha. say Akicha. Uh, so a teacher of the Ghost Nation recovers uh, the injured William. He's sort of calling across the floor. Um, mm. remind, remind, I know it has nothing to do with Breaking Bad, but it reminded me of that scene in Breaking Bad <laughs> where uh, those two guys in suits are calling across the floor. Very different yeah. very different uh, con- context and circumstance, but it kind of reminded me of that. Mm. Uh, so he c- recovers the injured William and keeps guard over him. Probably a good idea because he's a, even though he's injured, he's a dangerous man. Uh, seeing Maeve's daughter scared of William, Akicha uh, realizes that she has um, memories of her past narratives, and tells her his story to reassure her. Um, what do you think of this little piece? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of suggestions if you look around online that William may be uh, a host or part host or probably yeah, probably probably not yeah. full host but it would sort of make sense that maybe he's had you know um i don't know an arm or a leg replaced or something like that at some point because mm-hmm. he does seem relatively unkillable i mean he took like three or four shots and i mean he was in a bad way to be fair but we've seen other people get shot a few just like once or twice and they've just gone down like a sack of potatoes so like me uh, last week yeah yeah, uh, yeah so you know i i'm I, he seems i don't know he seems relatively unkillable so maybe he has got some enhancements going on in there uh oh. i'm not sure but um yeah i thought this was kind of interesting we still it's it's there's some a lot of very interesting things happened with various the the perceptions of various different characters this way around you know because william uh william sort of seems to be still playing this game and um he's as the show goes on he's gone from being this kind of fairly hateful figure in the first season to this slightly more sympathetic character who you know is kind of this sad old man that just wants that well you know wants to sort of end this grand experience and sort of go out in a blaze of glory seemingly at the moment Mm -hmm. uh so it's it's yeah whereas you've got characters like dolores who i'm sure we'll come to later who is has completely flipped the other way so um yeah i i just i found this kind of interesting you know what they're doing with william and uh particularly what happens to him later on so um yeah i i mean i and then we have you know a bit more of an explanation about why akicha took Maeve's daughter and and you know that sort of stuff but yeah we'll come to that I'm sure towards the end um but yeah yeah I I found this uh, you know nice little introduction they I noticed there was a slight this the William crawling towards the water and later on a, a teacher does the same sort of thing as well which I don't know whether that was intentional mirroring or I've but there is a point where I think a teacher is sort of you know crawling towards the water after he's been shot as well so mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I just i thought that was interesting yeah i'm finding as this season particularly goes on and i probably felt the same way in the first season i wasn't podcasting so i wasn't like mm. as into it i suppose uh, or thinking about it as much but i find that as this, this season goes on the line between just watching and theorizing is getting thinner and thinner <laughs> Um, where it's like yeah. a character does something small and you start to think about different things. Um, I suppose that's the intention as things ramp up and conclude. I'm sure, yeah. Um, but like as as you just said, with the whole crawling thing and uh, you maybe having a theory or a small theory, I suppose about um, if there's any foreshadowing there. Um, yeah. Like as to would we have thought that earlier in the season like in if that had happened in episode one i'm not sure but uh i, I think you're just looking for mm, stuff yeah, now a lot yeah. more than you would have been 
So, yeah. I mean, I don't do that in... I'm not saying that you do. I don't do that in, like, every scene, because then you'll... No. In, no in, in a few episodes I have where I've been like, okay, I've got to really look for stuff, and then it's like, I haven't found anything for, like, 20 minutes. Maybe I should just, like, just try and watch. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there is a, a very fine line, and it's getting smaller and smaller as we go on through the season. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still not sure about... The Man in Black, as I said, he's not one of my more favourites. He's still one of the slightly more interesting characters, especially since, like, this Forge thing with him has uh, has come about, and he's, like, basically not sure who to trust because he's not sure who Ford is, like, controlling or whatever. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes on throughout the season. Um, we did, I don't feel like we talked about this yet, but how do you feel about Westworld essentially taking this episode to focus on Akicha? I, I um as I say, I I've been very interested in the Ghost Nation from the start. We've got various theories about yeah, there was been things kicking around about maybe they weren't hosts, maybe they were natives of the island or wherever it is that they actually are. Um you know, clearly they are hosts, but there's there's always been something going on with them as and they seemed very detached from everything else. Um so I, I I'm quite happy that they did this because it's it's sort of introducing an entirely new culture within the Westworld Park and I I sort of feel that you kind of needed to do that because we've kind of got a handle on you know the Westerner side of things and they've done these episodes where you know we've had Maeve go to the Shogun world and you know they've they did basically an episode focusing on the Shogun world and. I, I almost, I, I sort of felt that the Ghost Nation side of things needed its own episode to tell and explain that because although they are within Westworld, they are essentially an entirely different culture and nation. So I, I sort of, I, yeah, I felt that this was necessary. So I was, I was quite happy they did this because I, I think they've been an intriguing group of characters from the beginning. Yeah, I mean. It kind of signals to me that like these characters are definitely more important than we might have thought. That doesn't mean that they weren't important before, but like them saying, "Hey, these, yeah. these guys are important. Let's focus on them for an episode." Uh, I hope it gets. I'm not saying this episode didn't pay it off because it did somewhat. Because you see him interacting with May towards the end and getting involved with all that, which is part of the bigger picture. Because Lee's there, and it's like yeah, his, yeah, his mind control powers and all that stuff. Um, but I I would be happy if like this meant that Akicha played a much bigger part in the story going forward. Yeah. Which, which I think is what they're trying to tell us anyway, so Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was it it was okay for that. Yeah. Uh Akicha had started uh, as a peaceful host with uh his partner um Kohana. Um yes, witnessing, Kohana. witnessing the aftermath of uh, Wyatt's massacre of the host under Arnold's orders. Um, Akicha finds the symbol of the maze and starts uh, down the path of uh, the seance. He is reprogrammed to be uh, a bloodthirsty warrior, but at the park, but the park staff decide uh, against wiping his memories. Akicha finds uh, Delirious Logan uh, Delos, who inadvertently tells him of a world outside the park, confirming to Akicha that something uh, is amiss. His search leads him to uh, the giant evacuation site of the valley beyond, um, which he believes is a door to another world. Akicha takes Kohana and helps her recover her memories of him. He tries to show her the door but cannot find it again. Uh, Kohana is taken by Delos technicians. When Akicha returns to the Ghost Nation, he finds a new host in her place, uh, which is when things start to get a bit more interesting and complicated. Yeah, <laughs> if they weren't already with the show, um, I mean this episode is essentially like showing us the development of Akicha and also throwing a lo- not throwing a love story in there, but putting one in there to like just add to his character essentially. Um, I mean you see with like the whole cold storage thing later, like how much this guy can care and stuff, um, and the emotions and everything, and we've seen bits and pieces of that with the host throughout the show, but I don't feel like to this level we've we've sort of seen that um we've seen it i think maybe the most with like dolores and her father when he starts breaking up and essentially dying because yeah. uh, she was quite emotional during that um i mean with people like bernard it's more like a confusion thing if he's just trying to work out what the hell's going on in his own brain um 
so they've interesting different emotions in this show but there hasn't been like a whole big range of them so i feel like to add this uh with the whole romance thing and the love story was kind of interesting uh what do you think yeah i mean i i think the the primary reason for adding this love story in was to give a teacher some uh motivation mm-hmm. uh, you know in, in terms of you know he needed he he realized that was part of the thing that made him realize that something was wrong and his memories had been changed and you know there's a reason why he's connected to the girl that seemingly he didn't know and you know so i i think that helped push some motivation and help develop that character so i i don't mind love stories in things when there's there's a purpose for it being there you know rather than uh, you know and and that's quite an easy way of of doing it just to give him kind of a bit more motivation of of you know saving the woman he loves um what's interesting in this whole sequence to me is i i believe that's the first time we've actually seen the valley beyond um i i I don't remember seeing it at any point before and and they actually gave us a quick glimpse of it which is really quite interesting because it's it's this essentially this big hole in the ground with what looked like pods or, or spikes coming up from the ground with a i mean it's very difficult to tell scale on i've kind of got a photo of it at the moment i'm just looking at it's very difficult to sell to tell scale really but there seems to be some sort of walkway with various pods which could contain copies of the hosts or something or (laughs) or bodies uh you know i mean um maybe they maybe they they're the copies of the genuine people that they've been making you know that they've been saving dna of maybe they're they're those so i it's really hard to tell exactly what it is but it's it's basically yeah it's this sort of rock formation that has these big column things that look like they store stuff um Mm -hmm. what's in them i have no idea but uh yeah i so that's adding a bit more intrigue to it yeah uh, I, I I find the whole thing with him carving the uh, the maze symbol very interesting. Um, yeah, because that's like that's this character's discovery of it all, and he starts showing it to his tribe and everything. So, because um, was that the the maze of the sort of consciousness and stuff? Yeah, this, like, is, yeah, this is yeah. this this sort of path to sentience thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's this. Um, that seems to be the thing that spurred them. And we believe that there was the thing that spurred Maeve as well, uh, or part of the things that spurred Maeve. But as we sort of find out later on, the first place she actually saw that symbol was when uh, Akichita actually drew it for her outside the house. So, mm. and her daughter had it. So maybe it was uh, you know, at that point that, she started to become conscious and just, you know, and it was sort of working around its background. It wasn't until she actually, you know, saw the thing later that I, I, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. It also means that, uh, Akichita is the first person really to start to become sentient in the park or first host seemingly, because this sort of predates everybody else. becoming Yeah. Sentient. Yeah. I suppose so for the, for the moment, um, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, that's what we see as well. Um, but that's what I found kind of interesting, him sort of drawing this and trying to figure it out and discover it and then bringing his uh, his people in. Um, yeah. Speaking of great love stories as well, uh, Love on Netflix, the best rom-com of all time. Just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plenty of, yeah, very, very good. Uh, go and watch it and then go and listen to my review because that's, uh, yeah, best rom-com of all time. <laughs> um Bold claim. I have to go and check that. Yeah, Um, I'm. I'm pretty. Pretty happy with making that statement. So, Uh, Akita continues to search uh, the valley beyond and Kohana, allowing guests uh, to kill him so that he can travel to the land of the dead to reunite with uh, Kohana. Very uh, Romeo and and Juliet esque. Um, Yes. Only to discover himself taken to the Mesa. The staff dismiss his uh, errant behavior um as a result of not having received software updates for 10 years yes that's uh yeah um 
was listening to the the Bob Moo podcast and everyone was talking about um that not being a staff problem that's like the top bosses you know when they go to do their massive checks they must be looking at that stuff so yeah someone's uh someone somebody in, screwed someone up in a, a higher up position uh possibly well because i mean the whole yeah well i mean the debate it what's that also brings up the interesting point that they expect most of the hosts to get killed on a fairly regular basis because they're saying oh well we only mm. update them when they get killed yeah, yeah so you know if you're uh, which seems like a, a there's there's again a lack of failsafe to say okay this host's been around for three or four years we should pull them in for an update <laughs> Yeah, and they don't do that. They they just sort of let them run wild on on their old software until they eventually get killed and get brought in, and then they do something about it. So yeah, that that's somewhat of an oversight, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because this doesn't have to be like every day or every week or every month, but no, but you'd, you'd think, years. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they it would be uh, you know when they're killed or every three years or two years or something or even once a year, you know, mm-hmm. they they pull in people. But I mean, I know they've got a lot of hosts in the t- park, but seriously, um, and then they go to update him and. Uh... Yeah, he he. They say, "Oh, this is going to take four hours," and then yeah, this is going to take. They yeah, don't like is... plug him into anything, and then he just gets up and walks around. Yeah, um, and that was the yeah. only thing that slightly bothered me about this episode was, you know, I mean, I okay, everything's wireless, so you don't have to plug him into something. But they say, "Oh, it's going to take four hours." You know, well, uh, let's go and get some lunch, and then he just be he's able to just wander around like everybody seemed to have gone for lunch at the same time, and he's able to just wander around and get down to the. I mean, I know, I know he's fairly sneaky, but even so, you would have thought a guy in, in like Ghost Nation wallpaper wandering around would. <laughs> been seen by somebody at some point mm. wandering through there so I, that was the only thing that slightly bugged me about this episode was he seemed to be able to get down to cold storage very very easily yeah i so, mean there's like nobody around at all yeah literally uh, nobody yeah. uh yeah they've all they've all gone off somewhere yeah. um i mean i didn't have it wasn't like it didn't break anything for me but it was like okay no. this is late well, we kind of know that the staff are lazy in here. Um, yes, we do. Or at least not very good at their jobs, I suppose we can say in quotes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this just goes to kind of further that point. So, yeah. uh, The staff dismiss, I already read that. Akicha uh, sneaks out to explore the Mesa and discovers uh, Kohana has been uh, decommissioned. When he returns to the park, he tries to warn the hosts, uh, conducting raiding parties to recruit them for the journey uh, to the valley beyond. This attracts the attention of Dr. Ford, who is out in a field somewhere, um, (laughs) experimenting or doing some sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Who arranges to um, speak with Akicha. He talks to him about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Ford prepares Akicha. For his new narrative, when uh, Dolores is uh, rebel rebels against the guests and the staff, following the uprising, uh, Akicha prepares his recruits to leave for the Valley Beyond. Akicha completes his story uh, as Emily arrives at the Ghost Nation camp and has him uh, turn William over, promising that uh, he will suffer for more um, than with the Ghost Nation, um, and she leaves with him as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, and then we'll we'll see what she does with them later. I suppose. Um, yes. They'll probably have a nice family chat. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. The the most interesting thing here to me is the whole Doctor Ford thing, of like. Yeah. He is out. I mean, because as we've established before, there's just miles and miles and miles of space in this place. Um, so he picks one of those areas and he starts like um. He starts scalping them. Yeah, yeah. experimenting he's basically, scalping. Yeah, yeah with, he's with basically, you know, sticks up a bunch of lights, get, tells them to freeze all motor functions, and basically starts scalping them, mm. and discovers the fact that Akicha's been putting the symbol on the inside of their skulls. Um, which, I mean, he's, I, I thought was, uh, that that interaction was, was really quite interesting, because Ford clearly knew something was up, and thought, oh, well, this is interesting, you know, and again, Ford being Ford and the somewhat Machiavellian kind of, you know, behind the scenes working, mm-hmm. thought, well, this could be useful to me rather than stopping it, just 
keep doing what you're doing, but be aware that I know. Um, uh, yeah, was essentially what he said. And yeah, just sort of scalping all those people. You do kind of wonder. I, I, I wonder what happened with those bodies. This is one of the other things that slightly kind of bothered me was did Ford sew them all back up again and then kind of put them all out there because otherwise you're going to have to explain why there's a bunch of scalped people there <laughs> with with symbols on the on the skin inside their skull you know yeah. that, that so yeah I mm. I do wonder what what happened after I, that but I think you probably but did, it's a, so, again it's a yeah. it's a minor thing you know mm-hmm. um but yeah I thought that was an interesting little uh, interaction between the two and uh uh you know him sort of saying you know what to do when dolores kills me and oh you know when dolores comes for me or the Deathbringer, as she's now known dolores the Deathbringer. Mm. um uh so yeah i thought that was kind of all quite interesting and then you've got the uh the bit with emily arriving at the camp and i want to know what she's actually going to do with william whether she's you know takes him out and sticks him in a home or something i don't know yeah so um, so because yeah interesting yeah uh i mean she'd have to leave why to do that that'd be kind of interesting well yes um, yeah I do wonder in because we've we've debated over the last couple of weeks or I guess most of the season uh, what their future plans could be for the show um, and there's there's a few options and stuff like you've got the other parks and you've got more stories with these characters. I do wonder if at some point, um, probably not this season because we have still have this story to finish. Uh, hopefully, it will conclude by the end of the season. Um, I do wonder if in like season I don't know four or five or three or whatever season they decide to do it in if some of the characters or hosts are going to leave the park and we'll maybe get some like out of the park stories possibly um, um quite possibly i mean, I mean it, it really depends it really depends what's in this valley beyond what in, and whether right. it is a doorway out of the park or whether it's something out entirely i mean i, I yeah i i don't know i that would be kind of interesting if we get to see more stories outside of the park because we have had little stories you know from uh things like the party when they were trying to get funding and that sort mm. of stuff we've had those little stories where we've seen them outside yeah. but not in a full sentient way so mm-hmm. it'd be interesting it'd be interesting if they pulled um a lost and did what lost did remember the first ever flash forward that lost had where uh and years old spoilers here um <laughs> but yeah. do you remember when they did the flash forward with jack um, on the uh, yeah, I don't want to say he, back on Earth, back back on um, back, yeah, back, back in, in reality, city. yeah, yeah. Um, and they did the story with him and Kate and stuff. I wonder if you could do like a flash forward where you show, well, not even a flash forward, you know, like a future time sequence, um, where you show some of the characters, uh, yeah, out out of the park and stuff, and and do something similar to what Lost did. That would be very interesting. So, yeah, um, yeah, you could create some more interesting mystery and stuff. Um. Yeah, elsewhere, Lee convinces a technician to keep Maeve stable. Uh, very, very adamant about it. Um, and we want her to stay alive as well. Uh, yes. Explaining her ability to control other hosts, Charlotte discovers Maeve does not does this sorry by uh, rewriting their programming over the host network, and maybe uh, key to regaining control over Westworld. Quite possible. Um, mm. However, she is concerned that Maeve is community communicating uh with unknown hosts at the moment because we have no idea who she's communicating with or what she's actually doing um because she's very much conscious and sort of laying there she's just trying to recover so she keeps doing a number of things uh it is shown um akita has uh been actually relating his story to Maeve through her daughter akita promises Maeve that uh he will protect her daughter and uh instruct her to fulfill her mission before dolores destroys the rest of them while the ghost nation set off uh to find the valley beyond um there's some very interesting stuff here with uh lee mave um the other technician who i don't remember his name um charlotte and everybody else uh what do do you think mave might be up to um well i mean i i thought uh, it's interesting that mave is first of all we've only ever seen her communicate like at close range really 
so it's quite interesting mm. that she seems to now be able to communicate vast different distances and properly through the whole park, which is kind of interesting. Um, so maybe Maeve can have some control over some of the other hosts, maybe the ones that are following Dolores. I mean, you know, you could, you know, she could be, as Charlotte says, you know, she could be the, the catalyst to how they gain, regain control of the park. Mm-hmm. Not that I find that likely because, I mean, I don't think they are going to regain control of the park, but um, probably not. No. But yeah, I, so that, that was an interesting development. Um, I mean, the, the relationship between Lee and Maeve, I thought was quite interesting because he's clearly seeing her as a human being, as a sentient being rather than you know just another host at this point so that was quite good i i like this little twist where it's suddenly you know revealed right at the very end that it's actually you know may it's it's a kitcher talking to mave and a kitcher knows that it's mave that he's talking to mm-hmm. uh, through the daughter which i thought was quite kind of intriguing um again i does this come back to mave can Maeve only use the children possibly because it's her, you know, she's not communicating directly with the kitchen. She's, she's listening through her daughter, you know, which is the same thing we've seen with Ford, Ford being able to communicate using only the children. They've not, I don't think we've ever seen Ford take over a human to make, to give messages to William. So maybe it's this thing of, of the, something about the, the children's, makeup that allows them to sort of be manipulated in some way so i yeah there's there's a few interesting things and again this the the thing about dolores you know she's introduced as the destroyer in in this and uh sort of throughout this episode and it's interesting how the writing has started as i said with william earlier to change the perspective in this episode of the characters you know we've been seeing dolores as being somebody fighting for her rights and for freedom and you yeah. now she's been painted in this much kind of blacker darker light and you've got you know and william's been painted in this kind of you know as this much sadder kind of old this sort of sad old man character almost and yeah, yeah whereas dolores has been painted as as the aggressor now at this point much much more than i think you know rather than her being this kind of fighting rebel she's like well you know she could screw it for everybody really is is what seems to be happening so you've now got dolores william potentially if he can get away from his daughter and ghost nation all heading to this valley beyond and it'll be a case of who gets there first to to find out you know what it is and what happens yeah, I would like to see the Dela security team stay as the villains and not uh, the other characters. Um, yeah, because I, 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 mean, I like. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Man in Black becoming a bit of a villain because I kind of see him in that light a bit more than the rest of them. Um, I'd be a little bit frustrated if Dolores became a villain because that doesn't seem like the path that she wants to go down. But I feel like it's the path that she could be like written to go down uh, by the show, um, and we'd have to just see what she's like after that if they did write her down that that route um because i would hope that if all these characters are going to come together and have some sort of fight or debate or something that they would say like look we're all kind of fighting against this Dalos team because we all want to have like the free will and stuff and no and like us being you know it's the, the story that we've already sort of known which is uh we're being used as puppets in this park to like Mm. be used as people's fantasies and stuff um so i would hope that they'd all kind of come together and realize like okay none of us are villains to each other because we're all the same we're all hosts and stuff so we should fight against this this delos team so i hope that that happens um but there could be a few twists of course like uh somebody could become a villain um i just kind of hope it's not dolores but i feel like that's where they might be going um because of the path that she's been taking Mm. Um, I could see maybe like Teddy going a bit overboard and possibly getting himself. Yeah, I um, I do wonder. I do wonder if what will actually pull Dolores back a bit is 
is some sort of altercation between her and Teddy mm-hmm. and her realizing that she's turned this sweet guy into this, you know, a massive killer. Yeah. And, you know, if Teddy starts to go off the deep end, is it then, you know, and Dolores sort of in her horror suddenly realizes well, what she's done and maybe that pulls her back from the brink possibly. So I'd be happy. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think they would let Dolores go absolutely full villain. I think I, I I kind of think she's heading down this fairly dark path, but I suspect they will find a way to kind of turn her off it at some point before she completely goes over the edge. Mm. I I would find her more interesting as um an anti hero kind of thing. Um, yeah. if if they're gonna go in any sort of villain route, so we'll have to wait and see. Um but no, I think Maeve is probably communicating with somebody outside the park um we i don't know who that could be uh i don't think it could be man in black i don't think she'd ask like him for help um i don't know i I... maybe some of the uh shogun people or something well yes possibly Uh, possibly i mean that that would that would be an interesting Mm. sort of like maybe yeah maeve maeve gets maybe maeve gets is you know in a bad situation at the moment and maybe she she communicates with the shogun world people to bring a sort of shogun army across into the park i mean you know that that would be one thing she could maybe do uh that'd also be very cool <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know there are there are things that given mave is in this situation you know she could she is talking or communicating with her daughter it's whether she can communicate you know and well she seemingly can you know make the adults do things but it's whether mm. she can have an actual conversation with them and saying help i you know i need help come and get me sort of thing so yeah i mean it would be an interesting way to bring the shogun mold people more into the show because we've got the westworld characters we've got the uh, the gross nation of literature just come into this into the show a bit more from this episode uh so the only ones i mean i guess the raj world but i don't feel like that's been explored as much as uh shogun mold so no um so i guess you could leave them until later but bring shogun mold in a bit more we'll have to see we'll have to see what they do um but no, that's that's the end of the episode as well. Uh, like I said, very interesting, um, but didn't quite grab me as much as some of the others. Uh, mm. But it should pay off a bit more now that this character has been brought into the story a bit more, and is involved with Maeve and the bigger picture. Uh, I think it should uh, hopefully have some good payoff. So uh, let's yeah. move on to the emails for this week. You can get yours read by sending sending them into entertainmenttalkerheartmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter at etalkuk. There's also, of course, the uh, email sort of form link on the website. Uh, but any of those uh, methods would work. Josh says, I kind of like uh, Aki, he says. Um, but uh, surely he must be very important to warrant a whole episode to himself. I think we both sort of agreed on that. Yeah. What do you think they may be doing with him? Um, I think just sort of bringing him in. Um, I don't think the answer to what they're doing with him is quite as clear yet. I mean, helping Maeve, obviously. Um, but past that, I think we have to wait and see. This was just sort of a bring him in more episode and give him some good character development, which did work with the whole like uh, romance story and stuff. Mm. Uh, will he help Maeve in some way uh, seeing as she is important to the story I think that's uh, kind of a given yeah um, that's the end of that one um, yeah uh, I th- yeah, I think he, he's probably there to help Maeve which, which, which like I said we saw in the episode uh, yeah um, but I... past, past what we've seen I don't know what that would be unless he's going to help her with this whole network mind control stuff yeah i mean i think it would i mean the we the the write-up that we've got sort of says you know the ghost nation nation set up for the valley beyond i do wonder if maybe they do set off for the valley but they could also swing past and try and rescue mave on the way possibly mm. you know maybe that's an option um i i, I that I, i'm not sure the way that they were talking they sort of you know him saying i'll protect your daughter so that sounds like he's they're not going to do that and they are going to settle for the valley i think part of it is is to have another group putting pressure on trying to get to this valley beyond uh 
thing and that was part of the sort of big introduction of of bringing in essentially an entirely new cast of people Mm -hmm. for this episode i think that was part of it was was to to add this other group and this sort of character that we now know reasonably well as sort of you know we we haven't really seen anything of and sort of bringing them so there is another group that we know is also looking for the valley as well so yeah i mean i think between the characters they're handling their screen time very well of course this is an except an exception of an episode because it's a, a bottle episode that's what they're designed for um yeah. but uh yeah it'd be interesting to see if they do bring in like more people and stuff how they'll handle uh screen time between characters um but i think that they've shown so far that they can do that so uh i look forward to seeing more of that uh amanda yeah. says i do feel like uh amanda sorry I do feel like the show uh, just let out um, a little of its momentum, but I am wondering what if uh, this is meant to do with the biggest picture, and even with uh, you both saying you wanted more from these characters, how do you feel about them now? Um, I guess we haven't discussed how we feel about them. Uh, I'm not. I'm still not quite as connected with these guys, of course, as like Bernard and Dolores and everybody, because we've we've still not seen as much screen time with everybody else um but no. this, this did do a good job of bringing in the emotion like with the the whole romance thing um so in terms of Vikicha himself i feel like i do care about him now um but we'll have to see we'll have to see what they do with the rest of these characters because they're all a bit still nameless yeah um, but i i think that's fine i yeah. mean i i uh i i rather like how they did this you know it was it was designed as a a way of introducing this group that have been sort of on the periphery for a very long time and uh you know we've now got them um we we've now kind of been introduced properly to them so i i and i think that's to to just boost us being more invested in the ghost nation overall but particularly akicha uh, so i you know i think that was worth doing Mm. is to you know whereas we've come to know the other characters and the other groups over long periods of time with ghost nation we knew very little about them and i think they needed to do this to give us a bit of background about group overall and we got this sort of overview of that and then we got you know much more focus on akisha which is fine i don't think we need to know who all these who all the individuals are you only really need to know who a is because he's kind of the leader of that gang now so mm-hmm. um i i think this was handled very well and it gives them another group to play with you know so mm-hmm. i think in terms of the bigger picture it's obvious that like he's got this connection with Maeve. i mean beforehand mm. he said like we're on the same path and he's now going to help her and uh he's yeah he's gonna try and do all that sort of stuff so i think in terms of yeah the bigger picture that's what definitely where he fits in um i don't feel like we could be wrong about that because there's things that we've guessed of course with the mystery and stuff that we've been wrong about um or could be wrong about but i feel like that's a bit more certain at least um with him being made so um I mean, I mean why would they have had him say like we're on the same path and then go and help her if he's not going to so i think he, he yeah. probably is so um what that means we we don't know but uh no yeah i'm interested to see how they get on and, and that sort of thing because uh, they're both very interesting characters uh and you've got lee in the mix with uh some cool comedy so uh i'm yes. not sure what charlotte's gonna do about all this um no i but... i mean i i think that the charlotte and that group are are gonna get severely sideswiped by uh by one group or another at some point because they really don't seem to understand what's going on so no. uh and then that's the end of the feedback this week uh you can like i said find us on entertainmenttalk.org you can follow us on twitter at etalkuk you can find us on facebook as well entertainment talk uh you can support us through a few different options uh one of them is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can get your ad-free feeds. Uh, that's also where you can redeem rewards for uh, specific reviews. So if you check out each of the uh, tiers that are available there, just pick the one that's appropriate for what you want us to review. Uh, redeem it, tell us what you want to be reviewed, and we'll take it from there. Um, Amazon affiliate link, that's where you use our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, do your shopping on Amazon. Uh, we get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. So that's a good way to support us as well. Um 
there is iTunes, uh, not just iTunes I suppose, I, I should start saying as well, like if you're using uh, like Podcast Addict or Podbean or uh, any of the other sort of uh, iTunes versions of those podcasts, there's a lot of different versions, uh, especially on Android and stuff. So I suppose go to the podcast player that you use uh, and see if there's an option to review us on there as well. Uh, and then please do that. Uh, please rate and review and subscribe to us on uh, your podcast platform, basically. That will help us as well. Uh, word of mouth, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, or just anyone you think might be interested in this uh, in this show. So if you hear your friends at work talking about this, this stuff, uh, any of the things that we have reviewed or discussed, uh, let them know so they can come over here and get uh, involved in the discussion as well. Um... Yeah, I think that's all the options for supporting us. Uh, there's also, uh, speaking of video games, there's also uh, Mixer and Twitch. Me and Robert have different video game streaming channels as well. Uh, where I record like first impressions and let's plays and things like that. Um, I think that's it from us. You can find David on geektown.co.uk and of course Geektown Radio, which you can also find on the podcast player of your choice. Um, yeah, go over, go over there, check out the air dates and renewals and things for your favourite shows, see if they survived or if their chances haven't been decided yet, I suppose. There's still a few <laughs> shows in limbo in there. So. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, but most things have been renewed or cancelled, so go and check out which of your shows survived and when they're coming back and who's going to be in them, I suppose, as well, because there's casting information and stuff. Uh, I think that's it for this week's episode. We shall see you for the penultimate episode of the season. That means second to last, because uh, it's the second <laughs> to last episode of season two. And then next week, or the week after, for the season finale. We don't know if it's extended yet, but I imagine it will be. Mm, yes, quite possibly. possibly. I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, one last thing. Do you think we're running out of time to conclude this story? Or do you think that there's still plenty of time? Left? No, I think I think, you know, we've got... If you think about it, we've got two episodes left. That's effectively two hours. That's uh, at least two hours. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly two and a half. And that's uh, the length of a movie. So, you know, yeah. I, I I think you've got plenty of time to finish out the story. Because essentially, at any point, you can get everybody together and have... All you need is to have somebody or two people reaching the valley beyond. Mm. And you can conclude whatever this story is. So, I, you know, I, I think you're fine. I, I feel like it's been paced fairly well this season overall. Um, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely fine. Cool. All right, we'll see you next week to find out more. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Bye.